Welcome to the podcast, Your Time with James Sweetman. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Time with James Sweetman. I'm going to jump straight in because this week I'm joined by a special guest, Georgina Durkin. I know it will be a great conversation, but let me start by a little bit of background on Georgina. So Georgina is an intuitive therapist, affectionately known as the soul whisperer. She helps people move forward and transform their lives through one-to-one private healing and coaching, online group programs, self-study courses, live events. And she's also the host of the Soul Side Up podcast. Through her work, Georgina helps her clients to connect with that part of them that rarely gets listened to, but holds all the answers. And I love this. She points the way for her clients to come home to who they truly are. She helps people to strengthen their connection with their internal guidance system that always leads to our highest good and greatest joy. And as she emphasizes, you will feel that it's you supporting you. She's trained in many different mind, body and soul therapies, most recently with the Chopra Centre in the States. For several years, she was based in Vancouver, Canada and returned to Ireland in 2013. Her mission is to teach and guide people all around the world to see infinite possibilities that are there for them. Georgina, you are so welcome. Thank you for joining me this week. Oh, thank you, James. It's it's wonderful to be here and to be able to have, you know, these real, true, authentic conversations. It's, it's a joy. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, And I'm going to do full disclosure up front because I have to say we've worked together a few times over the years. I, I figured out recently it's sort of every nine months or so. It must be because I'm looking to birth something new every <laughs> nine months. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and I have to say I find your work particularly powerful and I know you shared recently a, a video testimony on, on Instagram where a client said how your work accelerated her personal growth and I couldn't phrase that better myself I would absolutely say that that you know for me as as someone who's no novice to personal development work, and, and I describe myself as a spiritual seeker, um, but I know every time I connect with, with you, and I suppose the irony is you help me connect with me, the, um, um, uh, one, I just feel terrific, but two, there's that sense of acceleration forward, which I just love. Oh, well, Thank that you. just it brings me so much joy, and I think joy really is when you feel like you are in service in the world you know yeah. when you have impacted this world or this or a person in a, in a in a way that enhances their life or, mm. or you know and to, i really feel when we do connect with our truth it accelerates our growth uh, you know we can beat around it and kind of avoid it and, and do a lot of this kind of self-help and, and and personal growth but if we're really avoiding going into the truth of who we are, who we are you know, the light and, and, and the dark, the, the, the ego and the soul, we don't look at it at all and, and really come home to that. You're slowing your growth. You know, you're, 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 you really accelerate when you connect to your truth and embrace what it is and let it be and listen to it and honor it. And honor it is how we really take action from it and trust it. And when you when you really acknowledge that part of you, you do feel like you are moving forward in a much more conscious, uh, aligned, freeing way. Yes, yes, yes. And I know before we just came on air, we were chatting and and I know we'll speak in a little bit about your new uh, card deck, your your soul side up uh, mantra deck. But I'm in the habit of choosing one every day. And it's, it's so funny that the one I chose today was I'm I am speaking my truth, knowing it will always lead to the highest good, um, which is which is which is so lovely, but equally so lovely that it's it's the day we're we're having a conversation, <laughs> and and of course, yeah. <laughs> and of course today is also summer solstice as well. So when you were speaking there about the the you know the 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 light and the dark, it reminds me of the you know the longest day as we are today, but it's still also embracing that side of us that is perhaps um, well, I suppose the shadow side as it can be phrased. 
Yeah. yeah. The um, let me let me start by inviting you, uh, Georgina, just just share a little bit of your background with listeners, because I'm guessing something like intuitive therapist or soul whisperer was not something that was discussed with a career guidance <laughs> counselor at school. <laughs> it most certainly wasn't, and I'm really uh, you know hoping that it has changed. Mm. You know, I, I'm talking about in my leaving cert in '96, mm. so it most definitely wasn't. Um, the, the qualities of intuition, empathy, compassion, sensitivity, uh, knowingness, all of those things that I lived with as a child and teenager were never were never recognized. Those words weren't even, I, I don't remember ever hearing um, those as being personality traits or strengths yeah. uh, that you that you want to build on or use in a career or use uh, going forward in your future it was very much well I was very academic so I, I would be sort of you know in the, the a stream and so it was how many points can you get and if you get this amount of points that means you can do business in Trinity yeah. so you should do that because you got the points to do that and you can get the points to do that so that's what I did uh, when I, I kind of laugh and I think business in Trinity really and now I'm in a therapist <laughs> I mean but 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 the, the qualities that I probably saw as things not to strengthen um and hide more um it was in that hiding them that created a huge amount of stress because I ended up going into a course and that I didn't enjoy at all. And then, of course, you question what's wrong with me that I'm not enjoying this when I got the points yes. to do this. It's a brilliant course and everyone else seems to be successful in it and enjoying it. And ooh, you can't just not do this. This is not what we do. Um, and it was that hiding and suppressing of who I really was that created such a, a, a stress and overwhelm as a 17 year old because I was only 17 doing the leaving cert mm-hmm. and going into college so when you think about that stress and tension and that inner battle as a 17 year old trying to do the right thing and the thing we're told to do and the conditioned yes. thing whilst also knowing inside there's something greater in here there's a voice in here that wants to speak there's there's things I can do. I had, I remember having this intense desire to want to help and, um, you know, help people. And just, I could feel things on a deeper level. I could feel what people were feeling. Uh, it was incredibly overwhelming. And I'd also hidden huge parts of, of a traumas that had happened in my life because mm-hmm. I always felt not understood and nobody's going to understand. And there's no one that understands me. I'm just different. I'm just oversensitive. I maybe, maybe it's me that's wrong. Um, and so that culminated in, in just a, in a breakdown, in a complete and utter breakdown where I actually ended up in, um, in a, in a psychiatric hospital as a 17, 18 year old oh. in an adult ward. Um, and um, they couldn't figure me out because they tried everything and I still was me. And, uh, and, you know, I was connecting with things and hearing things. And of course, 20 plus years ago, um, that was, was, was seen as kind of what's wrong with you rather yeah. than what's right with you and what can we do to help you be more you um, and yes. so I was given electric shock treatment and oh. all and all these things that now we see as oh actually if I just be listened to and talked to and held and supported and um understood um it, it wouldn't have led quite down that path but I truly believe that um that breaking down of me was breaking down of who I wasn't yes you know for me to become who I was and I actually remember clearly getting uh, you know a voice call it you know a come to me moment where mm-hmm. I heard a voice very clearly saying get up out of this bed and leave this is not the place for you this is not going to be your healing journey um, and I remember speaking to the top psychiatrist at the time in the country saying this is not the right path for me and I remember him clearly looking at me and saying the problem with you is you know too much oh and 
I remember thinking at the time, how is that a problem? Uh, but I left and um, I, I came off all the meds and never actually took another um, med again. That's not to say that, you know, this is just my journey, yeah. my, path, yeah. my, my truth. And I began my healing journey then of going to um, psychotherapists and, and, and healers and teachers that understood me, that could could see that the things that I'd been hiding seeing that I thought they were what was wrong with me was actually what I was here to share and what I was here to be. And from that moment, I began my healing journey of understanding me and unraveling um, the fears and uh, the conditioning and the expectations that I had of myself and coming home to who I truly was. And when I did that, I knew then that I had to use all my pain, suffering and learning growth to help others come home to who they truly are, to shed and let go and release and who they're not and who they are. You don't have to do it in as a traumatic way as I had to do it, where I literally was laid bare where, you know, I couldn't remember my name because of the electric shock that, that I, I, I lost who I was. Um, but it wasn't who I was, if that makes sense. Yes. So we don't yes. have to do it that traumatically, oh. but uh, we all have breakdowns of sorts where yeah. we have to shed and let go of things that are not aligned with us. They're just not working for us. Yeah, um, yeah uh, I agree. agree totally, Georgine. And gosh, I wasn't aware of that background. <laughs> no, it's, oh gosh, and it's almost like I, I have these visions you could be describing the 1890s, you know, yeah. and it's only recent. Um, but I do agree with you that, and there is that phrase that I think goes, you, you know, breakdowns can lead to breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know in my own life, not to that extent, but I know there has certainly been times, I call them my, you know, Elizabeth Gilbert moments when I'm on the floor, usually not a bathroom, usually the bedroom. Yeah. yeah sort of <laughs> not in a state that people would see me usually in on Instagram, but in that way. Um, and, um, but something always comes out of that um, um, uh, when you can just settle in it. And, and I also, the, the words of my Angelou also come to me when I was listening to you. It's like when, when people show you who they are, believe them. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I love her. But it, it's, yeah. it is, it, it's about, surrendering and just letting go of a lot of conditioning and um, the pressure be something that we know in our heart we're not uh, out of conditioned beliefs of who we have to be in order to please in order to be loved in order to be accepted I truly believe we're in a time right now where there is a huge shedding on and, and letting go of systems and and ways of living that just weren't sustainable for us uh, for our health for our well-being we're all kind of questioning and what way do I want it to look going forward when we're in a time of great change it's a brilliant opportunity to put out there what it is you really want to to how it is you really want to live and 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 be Mm. and I think we can come into a much greater place of integrity in in wholeness when we when we shed and, and and really accept what isn't working yes and and allow and say that's okay um to let it go it's okay yeah because it creates the space then for something yeah new. yeah but then at the same time i always think it's important to acknowledge that no experience is ever wasted um so even say when you were when you were, were were doing the you know the business in Trinity, you know, you run your own business now. So yeah. I'm saying there's elements from that that we that still stand to you. It's nothing I, I I really truly believe that nothing is a waste of life is happening for you, not to yes. you. Everything is happening for your greatest good, but at the time we 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 certainly can't see it when we're in deep pain often or, 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 or trauma or grief or loss that how could this be working for me? But it, it's the learning. It's, it's maybe the people that you connect with. I know in times when I've had great sadness, it was 
people's kindness or, you know, the connections I made with people or, or seeing how loved I was or held I was when maybe I just didn't recognize how much love was around. But it's only sometimes when you're really on the floor that you, you realize, God, there are people that are wonderful, even strangers kindness. And um, so, so nothing's ever wasted. Yeah. And, it's it's funny it's funny Georgina on that one because one of the one of the things that I've realized in the recent past with myself through journeys of you know grief with my dad or you know mm-hmm. cancer diagnosis before that is is almost exactly what you've said there's more people in my corner than I would realize um, and sometimes it takes those those hardships for us to see that we're loved yeah to see how kind people can be and give them an opportunity to be kind because we, we sort of take for granted when everyone's smiling and happy that they don't need me to be kind to them. Mm. Uh, when we really actually do, we kindness yeah. just lifts us. It just, you know, as I said to you before we started recording, you know, hearing someone enjoying my card deck or hearing them, them just taking time to say thank you or, or um, you know, or that these are helping me. Yeah. Though, kind words that took them a minute to maybe send you in a message or, or say it to you lifts your whole yeah. being and so we need them even when we're smiling and having a good day and when we're having those tough days so let's not wait for someone to be broken down or or, or grieving or having a tough day to be kind to someone because it, we need it when we're smiling and we need it when we're when we're crying tears, you know. Yeah, it's-, it's funny. I've done a very simple exercise in a few group workshops I've done recently. And one of the things, and I, and I would sort of say you've influenced this hugely, is so often if I'm doing group workshops, you know, I'm planning as to what it is I'm covering and, you know, there's content there. And yes, I probably straddle, you know, the head and the heart, but often the prep side of it is more head-based for me. And, uh, but I've been, I've been sitting and being very clear on intention and empathy with the groups and that. And recent groups I've started off with, you know, we've all got Zoom fatigue or whatever, you know, but let's put into comments just one quality that you want to honor or acknowledge in a colleague. And they light up with it, Georgina. Mm-hmm. Because then I sort of say to them, you know, well, well, all of this now is available within your community and you don't know if it's been said about you or not, but sort of take it for you because it's something that's been that's been shared with the with the wider group. And and I think, you know, that's that's so simple. But I was amazed at how powerful it was. Um, So imagine if every day we we sort of said, I'm going to pick someone today to just tell them how much they mean to me or tell them how great mm. they are or you know something I appreciate about them some aspect of their person that I appreciate imagine if we just every day selected someone that I'm just going to send them a message or give them a call or send them an email and just say I love this about you or I just think this is great or I think what you're doing now is fantastic or you know imagine if that yeah happened. And that's, um, uh, you know, and that's something that we can all take away from this little chat so far, a little intention to do it, even if, you know, you finish listening to this, um, uh, that we're inspired to maybe do that just out to one person. And there's there's ripple effects. Yeah. Let's let me let me throw you another question, Georgina, because I know for years of experience and you're what 15 years in, in this field now and, mm-hmm. you know, whilst every person you work with, of course, is 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 different. Um, has there been any is, is there common themes that come up time and time again with people or or a common thread as to why people might uh, might approach you for some assistance or guidance or healing? Yeah, m- most of the time it is they feel blocked. So, so mm. they know there's something in there that's trying to speak to them or, or, or be burst or come out or, or they, they know that there's something more. They know that what they're experiencing at that time is trying to get them to something else or, mm. or tell them something else or there's a, there's a lesson, but they can't access it. They can't. They, they might be able to hear it, but they're not trusting, mm. you know, their own self. Um, they, 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 they want a greater trust of themselves. They want to, to know sometimes, I, I know there's a pattern here that's blocking me, but I can't fully understand it or, 
I, I know there's a fear that keeps getting in my way, but I can't put words in it or I can't really access it or I need to, to understand it more, why it's there, where it's coming from. So really it is that someone knows there's something more or they're trying to move towards something or move out of something, but mm-hmm. they need help and support to understand where it is they're trying to get to, uh, what is in their way, uh, how they can navigate that, how they can understand it more, and then really understanding who I really am when I when I let go of the fears and the worries and the overwhelm and, and, the, and the, the, the beliefs I might have adopted from other people or, or society. Who am I? Who really am I? And and what do I really want? And I can give them permission to to want what they really yeah. want and and know that who they are is is who they are and give them permission to be who they are and clarity more around who I am and, and what I'm here to do. And yeah, that's so interesting because the word permission was popping into my head before you mentioned it, because I know for, for me, that's often a pattern that I run. You know, I have a sense that I'm feeling a bit stuck or I'm, I'm looking for something new. I might have an idea as to what it is, but it's almost that I, I need it reflected back to me to sort of, you know, to give myself permission to, to lean into it or to go for it. Um, and um, whilst at the same time in conversation with you, you're, and again, this is my own personal experience, you're, you know, label is too strong a word, but I'm able to sort of have a, have greater clarity around uh, what it is I want. Yeah. Um, um, it's not just cerebral, like it's not just a head thing. It's, it, you feel yeah. it, you feel it when 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 you hear your truth resonated when you hear it, it spoken back to you I mean yeah. I truly believe as humans all we want is to be seen to be heard and to be validated you know mm-hmm. really understood and when you are met with that it it's so freeing and, and 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 I know we all want as well when you ask anyone of any you know anywhere in the world, I have clients all around the world, really what we want is love, mm-hmm. peace, joy, and freedom. I mean, yeah. really, if we want to feel those more. So when you're heard and really seen without any judgment, um, you feel freed and, and you feel like you can trust yourself. Yes. And you feel like I can trust what I knew in my heart but when I heard someone who I don't know, who, do, who has no judgment on me, who has no agenda, mm-hmm. who has no emotional, you know, um, hold on me or anything, speak my truth to me. It gives me permission to trust myself. Yes. And I truly believe if we walk around with a trust in ourselves, we will not feel the same level of fear, anxiety or overwhelm because the small day to day decisions become so less frightening and, and so less worrying because we just trust ourselves and what feels right for us. Yeah, and for me, that would always go back to, um, uh, how would I say it? You know, the definition of confidence from the Latin confidence with faith, you know, with faith in, my, in myself. Um, and um, yeah, no, that's, that's powerful what you've just said. Um, Never before. (laughs) We need it now more than ever because we're bombarded with so much information of what should we do, what shouldn't we do, what's the next, where are we going to be? So much uncertainty. So if every day we can just trust, I just need to do what feels right for me today, one foot in front of the other, I can trust this feels right for me. Oh, it's all I can do. And if I keep just doing that day on day, I will move forward and it will be in a way that feels much more freeing and peaceful and loving to me. Yes. And authentic. Yeah. And of course that brings us into a a space where I know we are on the same page, Um, self-care, well-being. Um, And and for me, it's something that's been heightened in the last little while, because if if there was been a silver lining to the last 18 months or so, it's like we're we're having to work a bit more purposefully on the self-care practices, 
because it's it's not a luxury, it's a necessity. I think I said at the outset, it's like, you know, this last 18 months is what we've been practicing for, if we've done any sort of a practice before that. Um, but talk me through some of your routines or rituals that that help you connect with you, Georgina, from a self-care, from a well-being perspective. So as a mother of nearly six-year-old twins, mm-hmm. it has been a learning for me since becoming a mother when before I was a mother I, I had time um, I, I, when I look back I think god what did I what did I do with all that time <laughs> I had time where I could choose you know because I worked for myself as well I could choose and the practices were always really um, important because it's really important for me to practice what I preach to yes. be an authentic um, teacher or guide I need to speak from a place of truth so I need to know what it feels like when you do these and what it feels like when you don't mm-hmm. um, and so I would always my non-negotiables are always as soon as I open my eyes in the morning I drop into what I'm grateful for yeah so I list off all the things I'm grateful for then I go into prayer um, and I mean talking minutes here it's yeah. not um, when I, as I said before, before kids, I had more time. I might have, you know, spent longer. But for now, it's minutes of gratitude, prayer. Then I will um, set an intention, and then I will med- do meditation. And um, so I literally get up, uh, I brush my teeth, I go to the to the bathroom, and sit down on the, on the cushion, and and I meditate. And I said that can vary times depending on. I always try and do it. I, I wake up before the rest of the house gets up mm-hmm. so I have those that's my sacred time and um I meditate and then movement will always be um a part of my day yoga is massively important to me even if it's 15 minutes to mm-hmm. half an hour to 45 minutes depending on the day because I feel just the combination of the breath with the movement the grounding, the poses, they're moving energy, they're clearing energy, they're um, focusing energy. So yoga is highly, you know, very important in, in, in my life. Um, but, but movement of moving my body, walking, being out in nature, being near the sea. I'm blessed mm. living with stones, so I'm right by the sea. Um, breathing in the sea air, being in nature, but moving my body is highly important because of the work I do as well. I'm clearing energy and working with people's energy. Yeah really important for me to clear that so moving your body shifts energy but even if you're no if you're if you're feeling stuck or feeling like you're carrying heavy energy or feeling like there's a lot of dark energy in the sense of heavier emotions and sad movement and moving your body will will shift energy and so clears energy so simply walking um i used to run a lot Mm -hmm. marathons and things like that but um, I don't do that anymore I've moved into a different phase where I feel more gentleness and, and, and slower um, pace but that can change and I and sure. sea swim I do go into to the sea um, not every day but um, I was doing it over lockdown obviously since March 2020 every day but in the last month or so I've been just tuning into your body. It's listening to the body. I, yeah. I, I try and listen to my body every day and go, what do you need today? Um, and I'll get different feelings. But those are kind of the the, the staples, um, the, the non-negotiables, really. Yeah, it, it's interesting because I did marathons. Um, mm. gosh, we're looking at what, 15 years or so ago now. And it took a toll on the body, knees, mm-hmm. and whatever else. Mm-hmm. And and it's funny because I sense the same thing. I'm not sure whether it's just age, but <laughs> it's like, yes, the the the, the gentle, the gentle pieces and uh, and yoga for me in the last two years or so has been such a it's the gift that keeps on giving. And um, and it's gas because today, the day we're recording it, um, the 21st of June is uh, International Yoga Day. There you go. I never knew that. <laughs> yes, and the solstice. And yes. just humbling because it, uh, you think you've mastered something and then you get on the mat the next day and you go, oh, that's <laughs> the way I did it yesterday. And it, so it's, it's keeping you always in the learning and beginner's mind. I think it's yes. always humbling that I don't know it. I don't mm. need to know it all. I'm, you know, I'm always learning and keeping my mind open to that. Um, and and it's a practice. It's a practice. It's not a perfect. I loved your little phrase there, though, Georgina, of of sacred time. You know, I'm yeah. the same. I've that hour in the morning that is 
is sacred time and it's a gift for me. And I know the contrast of the days and it's a long time now since I've not done it, but I know on the days when I don't do it, I'm just off. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Why do you get up at five or five thirty? Mm. You know, would you not just stay in bed, especially when it's dark in the winter and mm. you know, and I say, Well, I really want to feel calmer in my day. I want to feel less cranky. I want to feel less impatient with my kids. Mm-hmm. I want to feel like I can be myself when I show up on a call with a client. I want to feel um, the best that I can feel. And these things, I'm doing them to create a feeling. Yeah. So if I want to feel like that, it's up to me to create the container for them. Yeah those feelings yeah. and these things create that container for me i agree a hundred percent it's yeah. um, it's for, for me it's become all about inner peace and joy and it's like how can i connect that connect mm-hmm. to that easily and frequently in a way that's completely within my control um and i don't quite like it's not figuring it out I, i've sort of figured out what it is for me right now um, I want to speak to you about the the wonderful well you put so many gifts out into the world and we alluded to it earlier because I choose one every day is your soul side up mantra cards and I know these are a deck of cards that are that are very meaningful to you Georgina and and they're they're new out onto the market I think they're only out about a month or so Um, talk me through how they came about okay well I'm a firm believer in, in, in my words being very powerful. I'm a firm believer in my thoughts. And I've done a lot of Byron Katie's work where mm. you know, challenging my thoughts and not believing them to be all true and replacing them with thoughts that really are moving me in the direction that I want to, to, to go to and how I want to feel. Mm. And so mantras, you know, I calling in the I am, your highest self, the most powerful words, and, and what follows that you will experience. So mm. I catch myself during the day going, God, I'm I'm so silly for doing that, or I'm I'm stupid. I mean, if even I can you can really beat yourself up with the I am. You know, yeah. I'm stupid for doing that. Why did I do? So I really try and catch myself and say, wow, there's great power at whatever follows I am, I'm going to feel. So now I'm going to feel more stupid if I say that. So I stop and I catch myself and I and I and I replace it with an I am and you know the opposite most loving um, yeah. thought. And I've been doing that for oh god donkey 20 since I started this I really understood the power of that since I started my journey um and I use it with clients and over the last year with 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 lockdown and COVID and everything I I posted on Instagram every kind of Monday a a mantra and I am and and a and a a positive loving um mantra and so I kind of gathered those together and said I'm I'm going to put them in in cards because I love card decks I've used them for Mm, me too. <laughs> Dorian Virtue was the first ones I, I yes. got twenty years ago, and I just think they're fun and they're loving and they they give you a positive something to focus your attention on. And I used to p- put them up on the mirror, but they were I, I wanted ones that I said I want one that I can carry around with me as a reminder. And why don't I use my own? Why don't I make my own ones? Because I love what I what mm. I have, right? What I do. So what I have to say, and I said why didn't you put them all together? And I, I don't have any idea about doing tech stuff or designer stuff. That's not my zone of genius. And I know when I need help. So I reached out to, to my pal in the States who does this. And, mm-hmm. and uh, she said, oh, yeah, we can do that easily. And just send me over the mantras. I'll design up the cards. And then I got a, a fabulous printer here in Wicklow. And I said, All right, I'm going to do it. And very quickly, when I when I feel something, I just take action. Mm. because it's action that will get it done. And and that's it it's it's a kind of a, um the mantras that i've used to help me through this last year uh, a year and a bit through all this change and and the mantras that i've used for years and used with clients and i just compile them and and set an intention in the cards that these whoever receives these picks them uses them that it actually is for their highest good so what they need to hear to move them forward in the direction that they're truly meant to go that it helps support that and guide them in that and, and and they certainly do, as as I was saying to you, I, I take one every morning and Brian takes one here as well. And they're always spot on. And I know my sister, Bernie, who I give to the deck to, um, uh, says the same. And of course, I can't believe I've gone this far, Georgina, without letting people know how they can contact you and connect with you. So those cards and, of course, more about you is available on your website. And that's Georgina Durkin. 
Dorkin.com, isn't it? And of course, Dorkin, D-U-R-C-A-N. That's the best way. Yeah. Everything's on there. And um, yeah, everything's on there. So that's the easiest That's way the to mothership. <laughs> I'm not the tech person. I mean, Instagram is where I share yeah. my today's stuff and, and who I am and what's going on. But but that's where all everything that I have to give and share is 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 home. Yes, the details of your programs and how to work with you and all of that. And then I'm glad you mentioned Instagram as well because you 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 do share daily on it and, and share um, so much that 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 again is equally good and helpful and interesting and 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 a little bit behind the scenes as well, which I always think is nice. And again, that's just at Georgina Durkin um, um, on Instagram. I think isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's just Durkin. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. um, uh, I want to speak to you as well a little bit about uh, meditation, Um, Georgina, because I know you're a huge advocate of it. It's something that I I practice sometimes better than other days practicing it. Um, And and I know some listeners will maybe have established practices uh, for tuning in or turning in. Others maybe are are novices or are looking for some help or guidance in this area. But I know that's something that you've recently developed a, a program on. What does that involve? Yeah, so I recently um, trained at the show presenter mm. in California. I always wanted to do it, but I always you always had to go over there and stay for weeks. Mm. And that just was never possible with, with just, well, having kids and before that <laughs> so when whenever all this happened it went all online I said well if I don't do it now I'm never going to do it but I've been practicing meditation on and off for years and years and years mm-hmm. and I knew I resisted it for so long but I knew that was exactly what I need because I have a busy mind mm-hmm. I have a very strong-willed mind and and I knew it was what I, I really needed and I trained in TM and you know gone to all that training I've trained yeah. in lots of different things but but um when I discovered primordial sound meditation which is very like TM, Transcendental Meditation. Mm-hmm. It's used as a mantra, but uh, it just totally resonated. It, it, from the moment I started doing it, it was like coming home. And I thought, well, this is what I, what I truly believe in, what I teach people, because it's a, a mantra that is based on um, the time and date and location that you were born. The universe was created. You know, there was a vibration, a certain mm-hmm. vibration, depending on the positioning of the moon at that time, when you became a physical reality when you were born into the into the body um and that the universe had a certain vibration at that time and that vibration is in a, in a sound in, and uh, a mantra and uh, it's calculated using vedic astrology okay. and, and all of that so when i discovered my was given my personal um mantra it was like something just dropped and meditation felt right. It, it felt like this is for me. This is like a gift to me. This is my mantra that I have always that it doesn't matter where I am. I can drop into and start my meditation with. It's so simple for people that, you know, beginners never meditated mm-hmm. before to experience meditators. I see when, when they start using their own mantra, how, um, it just shifts things into a different level in their meditation. They feel so much more connected to it. Uh, and it is so now anyway, I teach um, and can offer people their own um, mantra and I give them their mantra and I teach them in one to one sessions online. So if someone's a very experienced meditator, they can just do an hour session with me where I give them their own primordial sound mantra and make sure they're comfortable with it in their meditation. And then they go off and just do it every day. Yes. And someone who maybe wants to have a bit more of a um, a grounding in meditation, understanding a bit more the history of meditation, the benefits of it, and why you need to meditate, why it's important, what, how it can help you in your life physically, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, um, understanding a bit more about primordial sound meditation and the history behind that, um, how to get a really good practice in how to have a consistent daily practice and the blocks that you can come up against around that how to move past those that then someone would work with me over a month who wants a little bit more support mm-hmm. so we every week for the month um, and I give them their mantra see how they go going check in the next week you know what's coming up around it what resistance they might have what they're struggling with any questions they have so it just 
hold them for the month as they move through. So by the end of the month, they should feel really grounded in a practice and a daily practice and comfortable with it. Yeah, I think that's just fantastic because I think more and more people are realizing that, you know, the answers are on the inside or, you know, if it's the quiet and a busy mind, which is often my route into meditation as well. And um, and even say if I'm working with, with people who are, you know, executives, you know, executive coaching, more and more, all I'm doing with them is creating the space where they can think, you know, because they're the experts on being themselves. And, and I know sometimes people can have issues maybe with the word meditation. It might be quiet time or tuning in or turning in or moving from the head to the heart. I use various different phrases uh, mm. for it. But for but for me, it's it's now one of the the core um, practices or, or rituals um, that I've just become to, to rely on more and more. And I think it's terrific that you that you have a service there, Georgina. That's like a handrail for someone who is who is looking to move more into that. Um, well, I just think people are hearing so much more about meditation. I mean, yeah. every Sunday papers I pick up, there's always. There's someone who's released a book on it or yeah. people talking about, you know, mental health, obviously now and, and the pattern yes. of calming, just calming our nervous system, calming our our minds. And, you know, for me, meditation really where I see the, the, the great benefits, not necessarily in the meditation itself or, or straight after it's as I move through my day, what I feel it really does is allows you have this space where you're not just reacting constantly out of habit. So, mm. you know, uh, oh, the kids do something and I just react mm-hmm. straight away across or just say something I didn't really want to say or, you know, react more from a sort of patterning. It gives you kind of a space to sort of step back and take a breath and kind of go, oh, now what's going on here? And do I really want to say that? Or can I say something that feels a little bit more how I want to? what I want to say it gives you that pause to not yes. just be in action remote all the time to be more from a place of responding with more yes. calm and clarity so yeah. you can see it in business or if you're at home yeah. Yeah. step back and not just jump in straight away with the kind of habitual thing you might have said or the fear or the worry mm-hmm. or that it allows you just to pause and think a bit more about yeah, yeah. and I love that phrase as well that you just mentioned there around space. Meditation mm-hmm. always makes me feel more spacious. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a, it's a peculiar way of describing it because you're describing a feeling, and sometimes feelings can't be described. Um, but I just feel, yeah, it, spacious is the word. Gosh, we could chat all day on so many. I know. As we as we move towards close and 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 the closing questions, which I'm dying to ask you. And the, um, but you know, we're we've all endured you know 15, 16 months of lockdowns and challenge, and you know, there's still plenty of change going on, as we know. But is there? And, and, and I don't like the phrase sort of, you know, what's us, you know, getting back to normal, because I think we've all been through too much for anything to be normal and however you describe it anyway. But any tips or advice that you could give to us, Georgina, about maybe continuing to navigate this time of change or, or maybe emerging into, into something new? I, know I think it's really question. important. There's, there's so many things that I could say, but I think it's mm. really important to use this time to maybe just reflect and think of what do I enjoy doing? What brings me joy in my day? And these are going to be simple things. Could be my walk that I I had time to do in the woods every day because I wasn't Mm -hmm. rushing to the office. Or have I discovered things that bring me moments of joy and that we continue to make sure we prioritize those? Because as we move through change and, you know, there's fear and there's things you're constantly bombarded with things, the next thing to worry about or the next thing to be thinking about or frightened about. It's important that we balance that out with joy or peace in our day. So are there things that you you need to keep prioritizing no matter what we might go back to or whatever normal is, but that you don't forget those things that that you may have discovered over the last year, whether it's the walks, whether it's the swimming, whether it's the, the, I took, 
you know, time just to sit and have my tea and read a book for five minutes where I normally would have been rushing to the next thing, that you remember to keep those things. They are more important than you might realize. They're yes. not just things you do. They're carving moments of joy into your day. And that balances out the fear and the worry and the over, because that's part of life, but we need mm-hmm. to balance can't be in that all the time otherwise our nervous system and everything gets you know shot so that we have those carved moments of joy in our day that's yes yes I love that phrase and and it reminds me of I had a client session I think it was Friday afternoon and um, the client a business person was saying he's he's very clear as to what he no longer wants to sacrifice and I'm thinking oh there's a way of phrasing it. What am I no longer willing to sacrifice? Yeah. Um, and I remember, because of course, you know, sometimes, <laughs> you know, the, the client is teaching you and vice versa. And when the, but it's not when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Sometimes it's when the, when the teacher is ready, the student appears. <laughs> yeah. um, and I said, oh, I'm taking that away. You know, what, what am I no longer willing to sacrifice? So what, what you had, what you've just said around carving moments of joy, not willing to sacrifice that anymore. No, that's a lovely way of, of emphasizing it. Um, uh, Georgina, let me, let me give you the few questions as we move towards close, because time flies when we're having fun, um, that I ask all my guests. So what's your most cherished possession? Okay, this was a trick. This was one I, I, because I, I don't actually cherish possession, possess, okay. but... Um, the two scan pictures when I found out I was having twins and we had a scan, a 4D scan. I have their, those framed because they were miracles. That's a whole other story. But mm-hmm. when I actually saw these two beings, it was like miracles do really happen when you see something um, visual. You know, when your mind sees it, uh, it was a profoundly um the profound effect of me believing really that miracles do happen. So mm-hmm. those frames, they would be my my the, tan- the tangible of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The um what inspires you? Oh, is is inspired me is 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 the ability to be to be of service and to feel that I'm helping people. Every time I feel I have helped someone be more um who they are in the world and release suffering inspires me every day to keep to keep doing that. Um, people who who do that as well inspire me. People that are trailblazers who speak their truth mm. without um fear um or with fear but still do it anyway mm. uh, inspires me. Lovely. Lovely. Um, I I know we have read similar books, so I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you, and I don't know if it's if it'll be the same one or not, because if it is, we can be chatting for another hour. But what are you currently reading? <laughs> well, I think you know. Uh, <laughs> you are, it's um, Martha Beck's The Way of Integrity. Yeah. Uh, I've actually read it now for the second time. I've, I've mm-hmm. gone back and highlighted and put my stickies in it. Uh, it oh, one of the best I've ever read. I agree. I agree. Um, or Byron Katie, uh, loving yeah, loving what is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, I think we both saw online where the two of them were having a chat on a recent podcast. Yeah, yeah, wow. And, that was, um, yeah. Incredible. But yeah, that book, Martha Beck's The, the Way of Integrity, mm-hmm. I think for anyone tuning in who's looking for a really good personal spiritual development book, I'd say it's probably the best one I've come across in at least 10 years. And um, so yeah. well worth checking out. Um, we sort of maybe touched on this one earlier, but maybe something else came to mind. You know, what was something that you saw as a failure or a setback at the time, but that with hindsight was a blessing in disguise? It would it would be uh, back in college. It would be yeah. that I, I felt like I was failing because I wasn't um, doing what I was supposed to be doing, that I'd worked so hard in the leaving and got the points and I should yeah. be doing this, um, that I felt like a complete failure. Yeah. But, oh, God, an absolute blessing. Um, yeah, having this conversation today if I had gone. Indeed, indeed. No, or like I, I wouldn't be the other part of this conversation, you know, if I hadn't had similar experiences in the past as well. Um, and, you know, I'm reminded of that quote. I'm not sure. I think, well, Oprah has certainly said it, you know, God has bigger dreams for you than you can dream for yourself. And, yeah. and that's one that I always hold on to in those times when, maybe something's not working out as I would like it to work out or there's unforeseen challenges or whatever. It's 
I suppose it's back to that word trust again, Georgie. But I, I think it was actually Martha Beck in her podcast mm. listening to when everything feels like it's breaking down and you feel like you're failing and you feel like everything's falling apart. That's when she says, I smell God. Oh, that. Oh, OK. OK. Like, this is actually there's something happening here that I can't see. But I smell God. I know it's happening. There's something happening here. Like, <laughs> but when, and that's when I when I I. I I think of that when, when things are kind of feeling. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a lovely way of putting it. Mm-hmm. I smell good. Goodness. Last one. I mean, that, that that could be the answer to this question as well, of course. Um, but if you had a motto or a favorite quote or a word or phrase that inspires you, what might it be, Georgina? I, I love Rumi and mm-hmm. um, like is live life like everything rigged in your favor. Yeah. 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 Love it. I believe that the universe and life is working for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I can see it. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, Georgina, thank you. I don't know where that time has gone. I know. It really, we could really talk <sighs> for hours. And we will. We oh, will. yeah. Soul, soul tribe, I think yes. is how you would describe yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and uh, you're, you're so, you're, you're such a light in the world. And um, I know. Um, how much I've benefited from your work and from the continued uh, connection. And, and, and I would like to think that many people tuning in will have taken something valuable from our chat this morning. So thank you for your time and your, your generosity. Um, true, and, true honor. And likewise, you are a light in the world. So thank you, thank you. for holding the container in this space to allow me speak my truth and show up here as me and share it with all your listeners and that's a, a blessing for me to have a space where I can speak my truth yeah, you for, yeah. for wonderful thank you and of course we better close by by just giving people your your details again Georgina to get in touch with you um, GeorginaDurkin.com and of course I know there's all the resources in there but I think there's one or two free meditations on there as well that people can download am I right Yes, there is. Yeah. And and if there's anything I can help with, just even reach out, send me an email or, or connect on yeah. Instagram and I'll do my best to, to help in the way that I can. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, it's Georgina Durkin on Instagram as well. And if you're on Instagram, be sure to follow Georgina because she has great content there, too. So my thanks again to Georgina for for her her generosity and for shining her light bright this morning. And my thanks to you as well for tuning in. I know some of you loyally tune in every week and for that I'm so grateful. And if this was your first time listening to my podcast, thank you too. Of course, there's over 100 episodes now in the archive, which you can access from all the main platforms, as well as my website, jamesweetman.com. And to get notified each week, uh, do consider uh, subscribing. And if you've enjoyed my chat with Georgina this week, you know, a star rating or a review or a share on social media is always appreciated. So let me close again by thanking Georgina and and to loop back to to something she had said at the outset. Now, maybe we can uh, send a little note or an email or a little reach out to someone who has had a positive impact on us or to uh, pass someone a compliment or to, to simply just thank them for their help and support or presence in our lives. And maybe that's a nice little note to finish on this week. So thank you again and until next week. <laughs>